Welcome back to the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. I am so excited that you joined me today. We are diving into part two of our series on the topic of purpose or calling. We we say we want to live lives of purpose, but that's much easier to say and much more difficult to A, define and B, live out. So what does it mean to have purpose as a military spouse. Well, last week we talked about this concept of what purpose is and what purpose is not and some of the myths surrounding purpose. Today we're going to talk about the 10-step process of how we follow a life of purpose and how we move towards that purpose. If you recall in episode 7, one of the things we talked about was being in a season of slow. And what I mean by that is in a season where you feel like you don't have a lot of say in your time, that season where you can often feel stuck in the mundane. You may feel confused or frustrated or like something is off. You're not fulfilled. You're not content you feel this sense of restlessness, and you know that you're not showing up as the best version of yourself. You know there are dreams inside of you, but you're not really sure what you're supposed to do with them, and you keep showing up day in and day out, wondering if this is all there is to life. If this is the season that you're in, I've got great news for you because this is the season where the real work of purpose takes place. When we feel farthest from our purpose, we're actually already on that path, headed in the right direction. And that first step is just awareness. So if you notice that something is off, if you're not just giving in to zoning out every night on Netflix, if you want something, if you're searching, if you're saying, hey, there's something besides just keeping up with the kiddo schedules, being a good spouse, holding down the home front, I want to do more with my life. I want to make every day matter and make the best contribution and ultimately become who I was created to be and to serve the way I was created to serve and to share my gifts and my skills with those around me. And I want to know how I can do this without sacrificing what matters to me and to my family. Well, this is going to help get you started on that journey. We're going to talk about the big picture of the 10 phases that we go through to live a life a purpose. If you are not in your car, pull out a piece of paper, take notes because we're going to go deep, but I feel like this understanding is so important before next week when it's let's get into the nitty-gritty of how do I find my thing? What questions should I be asking? What should I be doing? How should I be showing up on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to help get me where I want to go? So next week, we're going to get into the practical hands-on how-tos, but today I want to give you that big picture overview of what the steps look like to get there. I think this is going to be a lot of good information. It's going to be really helpful to you. So let's dive into the episode. You, my friend, were made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Hi, I'm Christine, 
a military spouse of over 10 years, mom of littles, and self-professed coffee connoisseur. I believe you have something valuable to offer, and when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. Welcome to the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. We'll help you navigate life as a military spouse, prioritize what matters most, and show you that you don't have to wait for tomorrow to chase your dreams. It's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. Okay, now before we get started, if you have not already joined the Mill Spouse Mastermind Facebook community, it is a community for military spouses who are looking for support, encouragement, idea sharing, and people who are willing to walk with you, who care about the same things as you, and who want to live a life of purpose, joy, and impact. You can search for it on Facebook or just head over to millspousemastermind.com forward slash community and you'll find the link there as well. I'll also link it below in the show notes. We can't wait to have you in the group. Come over, introduce yourself, share what you do, what you love, where you live, and how we can support you. All right, let's dive into these 10 phases of learning to find, pursue, live and walk in our purpose each and every day. Now, keep in mind, there is overlap in all of these phases, but as you'll see, as we move forward, this gives you that picture of what it looks like to live in and walk in purpose every day, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of what we do, and regardless of what our current season of life looks like. So number one, We have to start with belief. We believe that our life and our story matters and that there is a way for us to do meaningful work. Knowing that we are meant for more, whether we do something outside of the home or not, but we have to believe that we are called to something and that we are meant to live our lives with intentionality. Number two, we have to embrace what is. We can get caught in this idea of what we want our life to look like or what we think it should be instead of just accepting and embracing what is and knowing that we have the power to turn our lives into significant stories if we can start to see our difficulties and our challenges as opportunities. What makes a life extraordinary is not what chance or what opportunity we get, but what we do with the chances that we do get. We have to be willing to let go of what we think life should look like or what we think we deserve and embrace what is. But that might lead us to something better than we could have ever imagined. When we make our lives about something other than ourselves and our happiness, when we make it about the impact that we want to have on those around us, when we make it our responsibility to not hoard our gifts and our talents, but to share them and use them in ways so others can benefit, then we really are moving into living life with purpose and intentionality. Once we are willing to embrace what is, we move into this season where we're pursuing clarity of purpose. This is where a lot of us will find ourselves in because it can be a season that lasts for a while. Last 
time we talked about seasons of slow where it doesn't feel like you're doing anything but it's that deep internal work of being aware of what we are figuring out what we want our legacy to be what we want our lives to look like and what lights us up inside every calling is marked by a season of insignificance a period where nothing seems to make sense we we don't know what our lives are supposed to be about and we have to realize that purpose is not going to find us we are going to go have to go in search of it clarity is going to come through action and a series of deliberate decisions we can feel like we're just wandering around in the wilderness we can feel misunderstood we can feel like we're a failure, that we have nothing to show for it, that we're just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. But this is so important because it means that we're not just letting life pass us by. We're actively looking for something, that we're trying to find what it is that we're meant to do. And as long as we are taking steps to move in the right direction, that's what really matters. The most important experience a person can have is when they take something and they make the most of it. I want you to remember that there are gifts inside of you. Gifts that uncover with every year that unfolds. And the more that you develop them in a season of waiting, in a season where it doesn't feel like you're doing anything, the more that you are preparing yourself for your future and the future impact that you will have. This season kind of lends itself to the next stage is after you spend time seeking clarity, getting people to give you feedback and really figuring out what you want your life to be about. You've spent time dreaming And then it's time to stop dreaming and start doing. Unfortunately, too many people let themselves stop in this third stage. They keep dreaming and dreaming and dreaming, but they never do anything about the dream. Eventually, we have to stop dreaming, not to quit dreaming altogether, but we have to do something with that dream. Dreams are powerful. They're fuel for change, but... By themselves, they do no good. We have to stop talking about it and actually take action. And when we take action, that's when it leads us closer to the person we're supposed to be. That's when the transformation actually occurs. Practice is not just about learning a skill. It's about investing the time and energy to figure out what we're supposed to do and Also importantly, what we're not supposed to do. Sometimes it takes us going down a few wrong paths to figure out what that right path looks like. For example, when I realized that I was tired of job hunting, of starting over, of trying to rebuild a career, and I started thinking about, well, what do I want to do with my time? What do I want to use my skills for? I had this idea that, well, I just need to start my own digital marketing service. And so I started reading about that. I started listening to others that had a similar service and just really taking 
more courses to become more knowledgeable about the industry. And it was through taking those steps of action that I realized that's not exactly what I want to do. That's not exactly where I feel called because yes, I I love helping businesses grow. I love helping others promote whatever their thing is. But really, I want to help people get started. I want to become a coach that's giving them suggestions and advice, but not actually doing the work for them. And I would have never figured out that distinction without taking action, without getting additional knowledge and training and listening to people who were doing what I thought I wanted to do. And that's why I say we'll never actually get where we're supposed to go until we stop dreaming and start taking messy action. The truth is you're not going to figure it out on your first try, most likely. Most people, it takes several pivots before they get where they want to go. Which leads us to the next stage, and that's where we pivot and persevere through failure. So many people fear taking the next step because they're afraid of failure. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to do what they want to do. And so they do nothing or they fail and then stop. We don't want to consistently live our entire life failing, but it's only failure when you quit. It's not failure when you learn something through the process, when you learn to say, hey, this is meant to be a pivot, not a failure. It's not easy starting something new. It's not easy doing the hard work of digging into how you are supposed to show up each and every day. We have to keep trying to find the right path. And sometimes it gets tough. Sometimes there is so much more work that goes into taking action than to sitting on the sidelines that we want to give up. But that's where we have to go back to our why. Why are we doing what we're doing? If it's just for us, for our comfort, for our happiness, then we're going to give up. But when we have that reason of this is why I'm here, this is why I'm serving others, these are the people that need my help, then that's what gets us through the difficult times. And honestly, for most of us, before any season of success, we're going to experience a season of challenge, of hardship, of failure. But the truth is, That's what makes us, our stories, matter. Without the many weird twists in our story, the many challenges, the pivots that we make, we'll never get where we're supposed to go. Pivoting isn't plan B. It's part of our process. I think this is so important because we have so many chances as military spouses to pivot. Every time we go through a significant change, which for most people would be moving to a new location, starting a new job, having a baby. These are all things that we do quite frequently. Having your spouse be gone for an extended period of time, it's a chance to grow, to learn, to pivot, to use this thing that we're learning through our challenges and to make it part of our story and to make a difference in the lives of others. So we start taking action, we have to pivot, 
And then we have to make every day matter. This is a thing that I wish I could just drill into every military spouse's head, that it's not about some future season, it's about today. It's about living with purpose and intentionality in our day-to-day lives. It's about choosing the path of courage, of growth, of change, of showing up on the days that it's hard. And it's something that I have to remind myself of daily as well. There's so many times where I can get so frustrated with my circumstances, what's going on, and then I have to remind myself, okay, am I going to make today matter? What am I going to do today to move the needle forward, to move closer to who I want to be and how I want to show up? Step number eight is to find your tribe. There is so much research out there that we are much more likely to grow, to reach our goals when we're doing it in community with others. We are better together than we are alone and we have to find the people who are moving in the same direction and that will help support us and encourage us and walk with us on our journeys. I know this has been said many times that you are so much more likely to adopt the beliefs of the five people you spend the most time with. And so it's important to take a step back and look at who are you spending the most time with? What kinds of things are they saying? And are they encouraging you and helping you move closer towards your goals and who you're meant to be? Or are they helping you get distracted and get off the path? Sometimes it means taking a step back from the people that are pulling you off the path and finding the people that will help you reach your goals. If you're trying to hit health goals, then spending time and talking to people who are also in the gym or eating healthy are going to help move you there. If you're spending time with people who are saying, hey, let's go have a binger every weekend or let's go just have a marathon in front of the TV, then you're less likely to hit those health and fitness goals. If you are trying to pursue a side hustle or volunteer, are you spending time with people that are also moving in that direction? This is why I created the Mill Spouse Mastermind community on Facebook because I want to help you find people who are in a similar season or moving in the same direction as you who can be there to be your tribe to encourage you to move towards your goals. We are better together. There are always going to be naysayers and people who don't believe in you who tell you what you're doing doesn't matter, that you should be doing something else. And we have to learn to push out those voices and allow the voices that help us move towards the person that we're meant to be. The courage we need to take that next step, to do that next thing, is ignited in connection with others. When I was getting ready to launch this podcast, I had one friend who was also launching a podcast around the same time, and just talking back and forth with her 
was so encouraging on the journey because there's so many obstacles that get in the way and it's easy to get discouraged and we were able to hold each other accountable. I was also in a Facebook group of other women who had launched podcasts and just hearing their stories of taking steps forward was so encouraging to me as well. So finding that tribe, those connections with people that will pull you in the right direction is so key. The ninth step is to reframe success. This is important for two reasons. So much in our culture is about what makes us happy. We get this idea that we want to be successful like the people we see on TV or influencers in the culture and when you're like, oh, life will be so easy if my life looked like that. The truth is that getting everything we want won't make us happy. And if we really are just looking for a life of comfort, there's other ways to get there. In fact, pursuing a life of purpose is not going to guarantee you a life of comfort and ease. It may never be comfortable, but it's the path to a life of meaning and purpose and doing something that impacts the world for good. Remember, success and happiness cannot be the goal. Legacy is. Ultimately, we have been given gifts to give away. So it's often easy for us to get caught up into how culture defines success rather than understanding that success is about legacy. It's about becoming. And we have to be aware that sometimes we can have what culture deems success in the wrong thing. And it can actually pull us away from what we're supposed to do. Sometimes you can end up in what is a shadow of your true calling. So think about as you grow into whatever it is that you're going to do, if something fills off, then it's important to take a pause and reflect on why. I have seen so many people get caught up in this culture of doing, doing, doing. As you experience success in whatever venture you take, then it's easy for that to kind of be the goal. And too often people work harder, work harder because, oh, I need to be a bring in 1 million, 3 million, 5 million, 10 million. And people keep on trying to pursue success as the world deems success, as culture defines it, rather than looking at success as how you show up. The last stage is we become who we're meant to be. This is about legacy and living a life of impact and using what we've been given and finding ourselves in the process. This journey of our whole life and who we are and showing up not just with this one area where we've had success, but in all areas of our life that we are showing up and discovering who we're meant to be and how we're meant to live our lives. This is a very theoretical big picture look at purpose. Next week, we're going to dive into figuring out what it is that lights you up. What are some specific questions that you can ask to start figuring out what you want your life to look like, who you want to be, 
what your values are and how you take your skills and your gifts and figure out what that unique gift that you have and how you start exploring, eliminating, and executing, taking that messy action so that you start moving towards who you want to be, how you want to show up, who you want to serve, what problem you want to solve, and what kind of legacy you want to leave. So if you're anything like me, you're craving that nitty gritty, those questions, those like, tell me, boots on the ground, how do I actually do this? But I felt like it was so important to give you this big picture understanding of purpose before we dive into that. So come back to this episode again and again and share it with others because I really feel like this is a foundational component to really helping us move towards living a life of purpose, joy, and impact. I'm super excited for next week's episode because I know for me personally, I spent several years trying to figure all of these components out on my own. What does it look like to pursue purpose as a military spouse and how do I actually figure all of these elements out? I'm going to help you short change this process so that you don't have to spend as many months and years and hours trying to figure this out. I'm going to give you tools that apply to you specifically as military spouses that you can start to implement each and every day. So I will see you back here next week. Until then, may you live filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey friend, before you go, the Mill Spouse Mastermind Community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse. Figure out what lights your heart on fire and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it. Theme song written, performed, and produced by Tony Gofredi and recorded by Brad Piper.